Today, we're talking about the origin story, one of the most incredible origin stories of any NBA player, the origin story of Yusuf Nurkic. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode three of the Strictly B-Ball podcast. My name is Joe. I'm here alongside my co-host, Nolan. Nolan, how are we feeling today? I'm feeling good. Great to be back on the podcast. I've been a little bit busy with school, third week of school, so the workload is sort of building up a little bit. It's your first week of school, right? Yeah. How is uh, it? Diving right into it. I Syllabus mean, week. Yeah, it's not too much yet, but it is going <laughs> to you know, break up the momentum we got going, but we got to keep these podcasts going. So we got episode three today, and we have, I'd probably say, one of the most incredible stories that we've covered on our TikTok page. Do you, okay. What, what do you think it is? I would say this is the best story we've the, covered on on the TikTok. The page. first one that came to mind for me would be Bones Highland. It's pretty. I feel like that's a pretty. That's my guess. Yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the top mind. ones. Today we're talking about the origin story, one of the most incredible origin stories of any NBA player, the origin story of Yusuf Nurkic. Oh, okay. And I guess we'll just get right into it. Yusuf Nurkic, like I said, has the most unbelievable story of how he went from being a small town kid in a small town in Bosnia to becoming an NBA center, all because his dad sent 15 grown men to the hospital during a fight. That is the reason Yusuf Nurkic. Yep. So himself. I feel like we might get into that, but he he took down 15 grown men by himself. Yusuf Nurkic's father. We'll wow. explain okay. why his father getting in a fight with 15 men <laughs> is the reason that Yusuf Nurkic is in the NBA. Oh, I'm intrigued. This is so, I mean, we know who Yusuf Nurkic is. He struggled with injuries the past couple of years, but he has solidified himself as, I'd say, one of the more consistent, consistently good big men in the NBA. I'd yeah. say he's probably a top 10 center when he's healthy. Um, he has yeah. averages in the past of 16 points and 10 rebounds a game. He's, he's pretty much simply a monster on the interior. Right. I mean, he is a six foot 11, 290 pound guy. And with a frame like that, you got to wonder whose genes were passed down to the successful NBA center. Of course. Who's his father? What's his family like? Well, it turns out that his father is just about the biggest dude you can possibly imagine. Yusuf Nurkic's father, Haris Nurkic, is seven feet tall. 400 pounds. <laughs> so, I mean, it's that plays a oh, very, wow. a very large role in why Nurkic is in the NBA. Obviously, height uh, is, is a big thing in the NBA, but 400 pounds. Yeah. Hard, and can, you hard, imagine, can you imagine just seeing a seven footer <laughs> that's 400 pounds? I mean, you think about Shaq. I think he's probably 330, 340 or something. Yeah. Like the heaviest, like the heavy, I think the heaviest NBA player is Oliver Miller. If I'm not mistaken, of all he's time, like, yeah, yeah, he's like three sixty five, three eighty or something like that. He's twenty pounds. He's like twenty pounds heavier, and I, f- I think that's like four inches taller than he was. So, and yeah, he's, he's a giant. Yeah, so he's Har is an absolute Nurkic. giant. Har is Nurkic. Um, Har is, never okay. Har is Nurkic okay. was Yusuf's father, and he never played professional sports. He never played sports, but we'll get into reason why. Yeah, like like I said, fifteen grown men in the hospital. That is Harris <laughs> Nurkic's. Uh, that is what he, that is the role he played in sending Yusuf Nurkic to the NBA. So we'll throw it back to when Nurkic was fourteen years old. 
He was a five foot 10, 14 year old growing up in Bosnia, part of a working class family. He had never played basketball in his entire life. And uh, many kids now at 14 years old, I mean, we've talked about it on many occasions, 14 year olds now in, in the US, many of them are already on the national stage. We talk about Bronny's AU team. Those guys yeah. already have a million followers. At this point in Yusuf Nurkic's career, I guess not even career, life, he was 14 years old, working class family, he was 5'10". So he wasn't even playing basketball. Yeah. So a pretty normal sized 14 year old who hadn't picked up a basketball yet, you would assume there's a pretty low chance of him playing a professional sport, playing in the NBA, mm-hmm. especially uh, playing in Bosnia or growing up in Bosnia. Yep. Um, well, like I said, actually, I just have this in my notes here. Harz Nurkic is listed at seven feet, 420 pounds. So, oh, so we're adding another, we're adding another 20 Off the top pounds. of my head, I thought it was 400, but I got this right here. He's 420 pounds. I don't know if that's an official number, probably not, but whenever he's mentioned that before, he said 420 pounds. So his profession growing up or uh, his profession when Yusuf was growing up, he was a cop in Nurkic's hometown. Um, And one day while on the job, Harris ended up breaking up or getting involved in a brawl with, uh, with 15 grown men. Okay. So it sounds like there was a major brawl going on and Harris was the cop who was called at the situation. Now, I don't see this necessarily happening. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine this happening. But I guess in Bosnia, his role in, in this situation was... Harris is all reliable. He's all yes. reliable in situations like that. I got to imagine this 14-person brawl sees Harris Nurkic show up. That it sets <laughs> a little bit of fear. Imagine how much just like... I also bet like in this small town, he's probably like the one cop like in the town that's feared and a hundred percent. And so he shows up and basically it didn't really end up of him like breaking up the fight. Apparently he pretty much just joined in and put an end to the fight completely as, as the legend tells Harz Nurkic ended up sending the 14 other men. So he sent 14 men to the hospital in this fight. Um, so he definitely won the fight. I cannot imagine any other person. Can you think of any other person that could step into a 15 person fight and, uh, and win and just send everyone else home one on 14? I mean, I'm thinking of big, super strong individuals. I, I, the world's strongest man. I don't even know what his (laughs) name is. Maybe him, but like, I don't even know how tall he would compare to him. I mean, Shaq is massive, extremely physical, strong as well. But I mean, compare like seven feet tall, 420 pounds. He's probably a hundred pounds heavier than Shaq. Yep. I so mean, he, yeah, I can't really think of anyone that compares to him. Honestly, that comes to my mind. No, no he one. He just stepped in and, and sent 14 grown men to the hospital. Now this story seems kind of exaggerated, but Yusuf actually, fake, yeah. yeah, it seems completely fake. I mean, <clears throat> There'd be no really way to absolutely confirm this, mm-hmm. but uh, Yusuf actually confirmed this story to be true. Um, I think it was on NBA The Jump, um, and the story uh, is, has to be somewhat true because actually following this occurrence, a Bosnian journalist, a Bosnian reporter, wrote about this fight in a newspaper. So he okay. documented it. Um, I don't think anyone has that newspaper anymore, but it was documented, so it has to be somewhat true. Um, so yeah, this, this journalist in Bosnia hears about a grown man, 420 pound guy sending 14 other grown men to the hospital. He mm-hmm. writes about it 
And this newspaper, this newspaper story was circulated enough to reach the attention of a basketball agent named Enos Ternasevich. I believe I'm saying that right. I'm not exactly sure, but Enos Ternasevich immediately traveled to meet Harris after hearing this story. <laughs> okay. He, I don't know how long the travel was, but he traveled to meet Harris to ask him one thing. Does he have any sons? So picture this. You're just an agent. Yep. And I think that this is a common story, not a common story, but a common thing for agents overseas. Um, in the U.S., obviously, the talent is kind of like seen right away. Right. You can see guys coming up 13, 14 years old. Agents here, they kind of have an idea. After college, they get signed. But back or like in other countries, they can you know sign guys when they're 13, 14 years old. It's happened before with international prospects. So, so he thought, if this 7-foot, 420-pound man has a son, I'm going to sign him. Without ever seeing him. He didn't even know if he had a son. Yeah. Well, obviously, Harris introduced him to his 14-year-old son named Yusuf. And uh, Yusuf, when talking about this story, says, Ternasevich uh, said, quote, He looked at me, and I was normal-sized, but he said, that kid is going to be in the NBA. <laughs> oh, because he is. He's a normal. He's a normal size. I would say a little bit all above average, like five foot ten, fourteen yeah. years old. That's it's pretty standard. So just a little bit, a little bit over over in, in size. But. So his just belief in genetics uh, was pretty strong here. That he, I mean, he took him under his wing right then and there. Five ten, fourteen year old who never dribbled a basketball. And yeah, um, you gotta keep that in mind too. Yeah, he, he doesn't have any prior experience in the sport, and he's just already saying this that kid is going to be in the NBA. That's just another level of it. Like if he would have been a, a son of a seven footer, he would pl- he was already playing from like ten years old. You'd think all right, he's got a pretty good potential, but you yeah. have no idea he could have grown up to be six two and just unathletic. And and right. Har has never even played sports. He was just a seven footer who beat up fourteen guys. So he very impressive though. He took the chance and um, it worked. It worked. It did. Oh man, this is just okay. So then, at the age of seventeen, so Yusuf started playing in um, in Slovenia. He okay. he Enos. Did he start playing like right away after? Do you know? Yeah. Or so he 18, pretty much right after this, Enos took him to Slovenia. I don't know if his family came with. I don't think they did. I think he was literally. I also just like question how much did Yusuf like. And then Harris also just like trust that, all right, we're just like going to trust that he's going to be in the NBA. Or how much like, he wanted to be in the NBA. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just, that kid's going to be in the NBA. It's not like Yusuf. Like, do you want to, do you want to try to be in the NBA? Like he talks about genetics or whatever. He just said that kid's going to be in the NBA. I mean, it's just probably, I mean, a lot of money is promised if you're telling somebody he's going to be in the NBA. And if you're, and if you're a kid 14 years old, obviously, you know, the NBA and like that could be an end goal for It's the end goal for a lot of people. Like you hear someone just say that kid's going to be in the NBA. Like that's going to inspire me, motivate me. Like, okay, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. I'm really going to go for it. Yeah. You got to brings up a good point. You got to wonder if he even liked basketball, if he knew about it. Cause I remember like the story with Giannis, similar story. He didn't even really like basketball right away. He likes soccer, but this, yeah. So he, he goes to Slovenia with Enos and uh, by the age of 17. So a few years later, he played in a Nike international junior tournament. Okay. Um, which was held in Belgrade. And this is kind of when he first started gaining the attention of international scouts, because at this point he had grown almost a foot and he was close to his current six foot 11 height. So he was 17 year old. And it's just, um, 
You need to sit in back saying, I told you so. Yeah, exactly. He really is. He's saying, I told you so. <laughs> He's pulling a LeVar ball right there. Yeah, that's, that's actually crazy. That's just absolutely crazy. He, he grows a foot. He starts to become an international prospect. Gets the attention of NBA scouts. Yep. In October of 2012, so same year, I think he's still 17 at this point. Okay. He signed with a Croatian team, um, started playing professional basketball uh, on a pretty high level. Okay. And this is where he played for two seasons. And then, of course, in 2014, six years after Enis Ternasovic took him under his wing, Yusuf was drafted in the first round of the NBA draft by the Denver Nuggets. Six years from a five foot ten. 14-year-old who never even touched a basketball in his life to an NBA first-round pick guaranteed millions of dollars just because Haris Nurkic, his father, beat up 14 men in a brawl in Bosnia. That's, uh, that's one of the most insane stories I've ever heard. Imagine the course of Yusuf Nurkic's life if Ennis, Ennis Enos, whatever, wasn't involved, didn't, yeah. didn't come in, didn't travel all that way to meet with Haras. Yeah. If, if that newspaper, if that journalist, if in that journalist, town, I mean, you could say, you could say the journalist, the journalist well. deserves some credit. Cause if yeah. he didn't write that newspaper article, he's like, all right, I got to find a story. I'm going to write about some dude to be at 14 guys. <laughs> if he didn't decide that, then, then this story is never told. And who knows, maybe Yusuf would just be a six foot 11 athletic guy who would have grown up to be the next local cop. He would True. have followed in the footsteps of Haras. Imagine seeing that fight. That that would That's be something insane. that I want to see. Imagine seeing the fight. I wonder. I mean, how nowadays, much of a beating Horace took. That's oh, fourteen yeah. v one. And I want to know won. how how accurate that is. I know it has to be somewhat accurate, just because obviously the the article was written. It was an article that caught the attention of an agent. Obviously, that I believe in a story, but I don't know how accurate that could be. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we never it, it will makes know. You question but, because. One guy, I don't care how big he is, seven feet tall, 420 pounds. We're talking 14 grown men. Yep. Grown men losing. Can you imagine <laughs> being one of those guys? They're like, what? You're in the hospital and then they're like, It's like, like a movie. Yeah, it is like a movie. And they're it's like, like a movie happened? where just people keep coming in and then just like every move just works and you just yeah. knock them all out. <laughs> yeah, he was literally, Harz was literally fighting them in slow motion. They're in the <laughs> hospital, like beat up, got a black eye, just broken bones or whatever. They're like, they're like what happened to you? And you're like, I got beat up by Harris, and then everyone just knows because he's the if, local. If that happened nowadays, giant. that would just be like that would like bring a crowd in. People would be recording it, posting it, but yeah, but it was we just have no small, evidence. Yeah, small town and what? What you say, Bosnia? Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the story. That I mean, that is the most. Inc- it has to be the most incredible origin story. I guess we don't know every single one, mm-hmm. but what comes to mind when you think of a story like that? Who else could you think of that has kind of that? That uh, origin story, that NBA lore story. Because hmm. I got one that lot. comes to mind. Yeah, one that comes to mind to me is Giannis. Yeah. Giannis, is that the one that comes to mind? To I you? think Giannis is the closest thing to this without the dramatics, without like the the mythical like story of, of, of this story. But because I think Giannis he, is Because he took, the agent went about this without even seeing or even knowing that, that Horace has a son. He didn't even know that he exists. <laughs> That's the funniest part. And he part. was willing to take the risk, do the travel, go meet him just to ask if he had a son. Literally Which makes him, it like really dramatic. Imagine if he gets there and the guy's just like, and Horace is like, no, I don't have He's a son. He's just like, ah, oh, damn. And he just goes back. <laughs> he just heads on back home and just heads calls it a home. day. But um, Can you imagine how happy he was though? 
Oh yeah. No, like you just go like imagine like let's say like he actually didn't know he had a son, which who knows the truth. Who knows? That. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe it isn't truthful. But you show up and it's like I do have a son, and you're like, let's go. He just walks. And even the he fact walks it, him up. And even if the fact is like, like, what if he said he's like my son's like 20 years old? Like, yeah. He what can, can you do with that? You can't like you, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like what if he's 20 years 14 old? 14 is literally the perfect age he could have possibly been. I know. If he was like 18, you already missed so many years. Exactly. And if he, he was 24, he's like, all right, I got my job. Like, you're not going to be a prospect <laughs> then. Yeah. You or if he's it. like eight years old, it's like, you can't take an eight-year-old under your wing. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> he, he just got, he just hit the lottery. He hit the jackpot with Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah. But, but anyways, but back to Giannis. Speaking on Giannis, like, yep. it's a very similar story because the guy who discovered Giannis, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, yeah. um, but he was, con- he was a basketball coach. He wasn't an agent. But he was like a coach that was kind of, I feel like, from what I've remembered, like losing his job, kind of on the brink of losing his job with the team he was coaching. I think it was Olympiakos, the Greek team. Okay. Uh, I know that's a team Giannis eventually played. Or, I don't know, it's one of those Greek teams. But he was a coach for one of those Greek teams, one of those Greek programs. And he saw Giannis, Antonassis, and Kostas playing tag in a local park. And was like, wow, these guys. Do you know how old they were at the time? Kostas was really young. I think Giannis was probably around 14. He's just Maybe he was 16. Skinny. He was like 14 to 16. Okay. Um, I, don't have all the, I don't have all the facts in front of me, but I know he was 14 to 16. Mm-hmm. He sees him play tag and sees like his agility. He never gets tired. He most specifically was talking about Giannis. And then he just walks up to him and says, um, he started talking to them. And then apparently it came up that his like family was really poor because Giannis' family was super poor. Yep. And he was like, I can get your mom a job if you come play basketball for me. So that's the story of how Giannis was found because he was playing tag in a park. So that I think that's a similar thing. Like that is pretty, yeah, that's it's a it's a coach, not an agent, but he's taking a chance on like just a kid who's never again never played basketball before. Giannis was a soccer player. Giannis's oldest brother, who doesn't get talked about, Francis, was I think a professional soccer player, but I know a, hmm. a, a talented soccer player and he stayed in Nigeria when Giannis's family came over. But, um, that is definitely up there, but it doesn't compare. It's more popular cause it's Giannis. Yeah. But the specific dr- dramatics of the story, you got to give it to Har Haris and Yusuf. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it kind of makes me think like, you know, like any agent, like you just like, I guess the process of it, like you see a genetic freak walking around like Giannis or I guess in it's kind of it's kind of even weird with the Harris story because you didn't even see it, but you yeah. see that and just kind of assume like your son, like if he has a son, you know, he's gonna have the genetics within him. Like, is it just like is it really that easy? Like you just find yeah. a genetic freak on the side of the streets at a young age and you're like, let me take you under under my wing, commit your life to playing basketball, and you might have a shot at the NBA. That's a I mean, that's a good question because could you just do that with anyone? Like, I don't think you could. I think though. it's it's a lot of lo- obviously this story is just loaded with luck. I yeah. mean, the age, the, the fact that he even had a son. But <laughs> I mean, the Giannis story. If you're a, an agent or a coach who's really good at seeing young talent, it's true. Also, but people change so much from 14 to 20. Like Giannis could have been a skinny 16 year old with potential, and then he just didn't grow or something. Um, Giannis is just. Absolutely. A crazy well, here's story. the thing. I bet there is a lot of cases like that, like where they approach like these yeah. genetic freaks or people that they think have the sort of potential to, you know, just take them under their wing. Like if I train this person, if I take them under my wing, do everything in my power to give them the resources to play basketball and become good at it, 
that they will develop into something special. Yeah. But the ones that it has to happen where that, that happens, but it just doesn't pan out. And then there's not attention on that. Yeah. Two so. things just came to my mind. One example of that is I think seventh woods. Yeah. He was a 14 year old who was posterizing people. Ugh. Um, and he just, I thought he was, I remember I, how old was I? I don't know how old I was. I probably was like 13 years old. 13. Yeah. You see probably. his mixtape. <laughs> I wait, I was 15. Yeah. We were like, we're like a couple years younger than him at most. Yeah. Right. And you see this kid doing windmills, doing these like 14 cradle, years like old. Jordan or four, did I yeah. say 13 or no, I'm saying he was, he was 14. 14. Yeah. yeah. He was 14 years old. Crazy tomahawks, crazy, like cradle type dunks. Absolutely insane mixtape and athleticism for a 14 year old kid. I thought he was the second coming of Michael Jordan. Oh yeah. He was the number one guy in the country. Yeah. And he just didn't progress physically. A lot of guys just caught up to him yeah, he and he just, he capped off when he was 15, 14 mm-hmm. years old. But another like genetics story is Yao Ming. They, that's, you could go it. you could make, go on and on about that story. Cause yeah. Like, Cause I mean, we know the, um, there's stories about how like, the Chinese government or something. They forced his parents to get married. Yeah, they encouraged, like, they had this basketball camp. Well, they heavily camp. encouraged it. Yeah, they I had don't this really basketball know. camp where they encouraged, like, two of the tallest people to have a kid, and it, it turned out to be Yao Ming. And I think, not like, only were they, sorry to interrupt, but not only are they tall, but I'm pretty sure both of them played basketball. They had yeah, experience with they basketball. Were, I think they were part of a Chinese basketball camp. Okay. And um, they encouraged them to have a kid. I don't know. That's another story. We don't have all the facts, but... <laughs> yeah. But, um... I think there was some conspiracy that like they were, they wanted Yao Ming to be the chosen one and it worked. I've heard stories that they were, the government was giving him like certain substances to like boost his growth. (laughs) Kid you not. That's, I'm not saying that that's confirmed or not, but there's a lot of conspiracies about Yao Ming. Ming. That's another genetic story. But I mean, he's just a, he's just a, he's seven foot six. Like he's, he's just, he towers over Shaq. So, I mean, obviously with that, you're going to have some conspiracies if I got to that, because you know. I, there's conspiracies that like China want, we're like, they were like, and it makes we want to be good at sports. They were like, we want to be good at sports now. Obviously now at the Olympics, like China and the U S are at the top. They've, they year. obviously wanted to be good at sports and they, they worked with Yao Ming. But yeah, I definitely think we could uh, dive into the Yao Ming story for another podcast. But that's going to do it for us today. Make sure you're following us on all socials at Strictly B-Ball on TikTok and Instagram. And make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Music, and Spotify. And also leave a comment or a review. We'll catch you next time.